Welcome to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, a lifestyle podcast for millennial women, light workers, and spiritual badasses who are waking up, ready to tap into their powers, and own it like a true boss. I'm your host, Regis Cowan, spiritual entrepreneur and life coach, and my passion is helping women like you get out of your own way and step your mindset game up. Are you a spiritual woman who's questioning her life, wanting more meaning and purpose, and you're ready to live your most amazing life? Then this is the place for you. Your time is now. Let's get to it. This week on the podcast, I am talking with Jane Sanders, a master scientific hand analyst with three coaching certifications, purpose, law of attraction, and spiritual life coach. She has been featured in Forbes about her work and helps leaders, business owners, and teams love their lives and their work. Using scientific hand analysis in her coaching process, she reveals your purpose, special gifts, and blind spots, then guides you into the inspired meaning, passion, and fulfillment you crave in life and work. When not doing her purpose work, Jane can be found out on the trail riding her beautiful Arabian Appaloosa horse, Darby, or eating dark chocolate, and sometimes both at the same time. Let's welcome Jane to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited because I have a special guest. Ms. Jane Sanders is here with us today, and we are going to be talking all about hand analysis, another spiritual metaphysical tool I think that we can all use and need to attract the things that we want in our life, how to do better in business, and just how to connect to your purpose overall. So Jane, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you are here. Thank you, Regis. I'm excited to talk to your listeners. Yes, I'm just going to jump right in. Um, Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into this work and how you discovered like hand analysis. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I appreciate that question, especially when you consider my corporate background. So I have an MBA and I had three prior careers to this. Um, successful in each one, but each time, Regis, I would just hit this wall of feeling bored and unfulfilled. And I knew I was supposed to be doing something else, but I just couldn't figure it out. And I worked with a career coach and that didn't help. And I read all the books and filled out all the forms, but still wasn't getting anywhere. And finally got one of those proverbial wake-up calls. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cosmic two before um, that really got me to take some action. Both of my parents passed away within three months of each other. And, you know, it was just one of those, hey, life is short. I need to quit farting around and figure out what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I did feel that what I was missing was the description, the articulation of my purpose. I felt everybody has an innate purpose and I didn't know what mine was. So after my parents died, I really started looking very um, aggressively for that and Googled, how do I find my life purpose? (laughs) So yay for Google for that and um, went down a couple of the wrong tracks for a while, but eventually ran across a headline for a teleseminar. And it read, discover your innate life purpose. Ah, I couldn't wow. click on that link fast enough and um, opened it up and was so disappointed because the first words I saw were hand analysis. <laughs> and I just thought, you know what? Palm reading is not as fun and there's great palm readers, but it's not going to give me what I'm looking for. 
And then I saw the word scientific. So that one word helped me put aside my anal MBA skepticism. I listened to the teleseminar. It really made sense to me. I really wanted my purpose. So I got a scientific hand analysis done. And holy moly, (laughs) I mean, it blew my mind. It answered questions I didn't even know I had. I mean, it was like, oh, no wonder I liked that kind of thing, but I didn't like that. And no wonder that worked, but that didn't. And I could just see patterns in my life and what was underneath those patterns. And um, some of the information I'd never thought of, but totally made sense and totally resonated. I did not know immediately that I wanted to do hand analysis work, but I knew but the purpose even made sense to me, but it's not a job description, you know? Right. Um, but I knew if I took action on the information that I would find my way and that I'd get led to the right people and the doors would open. And that's exactly what happened and got into the right coaching group. And within two or three months, I was like, good grief. It's so obvious. If I was so lit up and on fire before I even knew what my purpose work looked like, if I was so lit up by this hand analysis, that's how I want to make people feel. So that's when I started studying it, and I studied it for five straight years. I'm as highly certified as possible, and I'm a master scientific hand analyst, which is just a title that comes after the sheer number of hand analysis that I've performed. And that number is over a thousand and I'm about three times that now. I was going to (laughs) ask. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, I absolutely love it. I'm on purpose now. And that's what I discovered. I was unhappy in my other careers because I wasn't close enough to my innate purpose. That's so crazy because I think a lot of people think that their purpose is going to be something that they're good at and we can be good at so many different things like you said you had three successful careers before you really found out what your purpose was and what fulfilled you and I think a lot of people get stuck in that they're like well I'm making money business is good you know whatever whatever and so they just kind of stay stuck even though they may or may not be happy or it doesn't bring them fulfillment Um, but I think that is definitely something to look into that people don't realize like just because you're good at something doesn't mean that it's your purpose or that it's going to bring you happiness just because you have, you know, the money or whatever. Absolutely. Very good point. And people do get stuck. They get caught in, well, how could I make as much money? Um, When, let me tell you, if you're on purpose, that will not matter as much as you think it would, but you still can, you know, I'm making a good living. So, um, you're not meant to be broke just because you're on purpose by any means. And people get stuck. They're afraid of change because getting on purpose does require change. But let me tell you at the end of your life, you do not want to regret not making the difference you were meant to make because it feels icky. That's one of my biggest things of why I do what I do. And I'm like, okay, what's the worst that could happen if I actually do something I love or I enjoy Um, just from, I've worked in healthcare for about seven or eight years now. And I've, you know, seen a lot of things, people's health issues. And the one thing that people keep telling me, especially my older patients, you know, is to cherish your life now, do the things you want to do. Because like you said, when you do get ready to leave this world, you know, you want to look back on your life and be happy and that you accomplished something and that you came here, you know, to do something with purpose, because that's something you can't get back. Like once that time is gone, it's gone. 
Boy, and let me tell you, I firmly believe, after working with so many clients, that the only way to that deeper joy and fulfillment, people really crave fulfillment, and some people haven't really articulated that, but the only way to that deeper and more consistent joy and fulfillment is by living in alignment with your purpose. Some people, it takes a big change. Some people, it just takes adding some things. So you never know um, until you figure out what your purpose is. But it's so, so important. Yeah. And I think, too, people don't realize that it's like, I always say, like, the thirst you can't quench when you're not happy. There's always something. But when you're on purpose or in alignment, it's like the energy is just always there. Like it's everlasting. You'll never run out of things to do or excitement for it. Like it's just always there and you're always fulfilled. It's amazing. You know, I love my life and my work now. And, you know, they are. Some people say, well, they are two different things, which they are, but they're definitely connected. Everything is 360, right? So um that starts getting off track and a little bit into my coaching, but um, I just, the difference that it makes in people's lives once they get more in alignment with their innate purpose is just unfathomable. You know, it even surprises them, even though they were miserable and stuck and bored and, you know, frustrated, all these different yicky feelings when you're not on purpose just doesn't feel good. And it only gets worse, by the way, that feeling only grows. People wait for it to go away or they wait for an epiphany to drop in their lap. It's not going to happen. Got to take action. That's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, we talk about these spiritual awakenings all the time. And I'm like, look, if you get what I call the call and you're not listening to it, it's only going to get louder and it's going to get worse. And I mean, sometimes it gets so bad that it can be, you know, deadly or detrimental to your health, people around you. So you know, my biggest thing is like, it's time for everybody to wake up and really listen to your inner voice and find that purpose and that fulfillment. Otherwise, life is going to be hell. It is. You're absolutely right. And the way I describe that is, you know, first of all, God, spirit, source, whatever your word is, um, is calling people. The, the world needs help and the world needs people more than ever before to live their purpose and make the difference they're meant to make. So God's out there lighting matches under our butts. And if we don't take action, there's going to be two matches lit. Right. (laughs) So it gets more uncomfortable. And if we still don't take enough action, action, like I didn't do, then out comes the flamethrower. You don't want the flamethrower. Let me tell you. I'm telling Uh, you. But even then, it's still not too late. It's never too late to get on purpose. Never too late. Absolutely. I also like that you said scientific because I come from the world of science too. So when you said, you know, I opened up this teleseminar and the first thing it said was hand analysis and you're like, okay, this isn't it. But then when you saw the science, the word scientific, like that triggered something in you to be like, okay, let me dive into this a little more and see, is this actually something that can work for me? Um, I think sometimes we look for, you know, like that validation. But ultimately, I just believe that, you know, everything's in alignment and timing is everything and what's meant for you is meant for you. So I like that that word scientific stood out for you. It really did. And um, just in case anybody's wondering, the, the science is that the lines in your hands actually mimic the neural pathways in your brain. 
Um, This was the system, the database was developed over a 40 year period. Um, And the gentleman who put it together analyzed over 30,000 hands. I mean, that's more subjects than any FDA approved drug. (laughs) The empirical evidence is overwhelming. Um, And by the way, he, his name is Richard Unger and he wrote a book called Life Prince, which, cause we get a lot of information from fingerprints and it covers a lot, but not even half of what's in the hands. But the foreword to his book was written by a neurosurgeon from Stanford. Wow. Who was using scientific hand analysis with some of his patients. He firmly believed in it. That's amazing. I mean, for me, that just, it resonates just because I'm in the healthcare field and yeah. you know science. The fact that you have both, like there's the spiritual side and purpose and things like that. And then there's the science to back it up. So like these things coincide, they work together. So this is something that everybody, you know, should experience or have done because it's, it's definitely something that's needed now. Well, it, it's, you know, some of the words that people use include that they feel validated mm. and confirmed. And um, another one is freaky accurate. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it is kind of freaky accurate. And for me, it's like uncovering a mystery every time that I do one. And luckily I can do them remote. So, um, or remotely um, because I use hand prints so I've never had people in my home to do this. I send them a handprint kit. They take their prints, mail them back to me. So because of referrals, I have clients in 10 different countries, which I wouldn't wow. be able to do if I had to sit with people, right, to do this work. And I can mm-hmm. actually see more with handprints than I can with a bare hand. So um, it's amazing stuff. It really is. I got to have one done. I'm like, I'm itching to know. <laughs> well, I know. Everybody's like, oh, what do my hands say? They have so much to tell you. I mean, it's pretty, pretty much everything about who you are and why you're here. That is freaky amazing. And so I know one of the biggest things is, like you said, palm reading. What's the difference, um, you know, as far as like palm reading, palm reading and scientific hand analysis? I know you said that it's related to the neural pathways in your brain. And there's so many other, I'm sure, aspects to it. Um, but what's the main thing you want us to know as far as like what palm reading is versus what hand analysis is? Well, the main difference is that a palm reading involves a lot of predictions okay. and hand analysis makes no predictions. Um, palm reading, a lo- the accuracy of it is reliant on the intuitive level of the reader. Um, anybody can learn hand analysis you know, a lot of hand analysts do happen to be intuitive. Um, but we, you know, I have people come up to me, well, when am I going to meet Mr. Wright? And I'm like, I have no idea. I hope really soon. Um, <laughs> but I can tell you what to work on to make that more of a, you know, close, close. How do I say this? More of a um, possibility in the near future. Okay. It identifies your innate purpose, how you're meant to make a difference in the world. And that's not a job description. That would be cuckoo. Uh, It's the very specific, but yet at the same time, comprehensive description of the concept behind 
your ideal work. And nobody is limited to one option. Nobody. There's always choices that are in alignment with your purpose. A hand analysis also identifies the gifts, the innate talents you have to help you fulfill your purpose. And it identifies blind spots to take action on. That's how we really can make a difference is by working on those little things, some little, some big. Um, yeah. And rarely are people surprised, you know, by the blind spots. They're like, oh, yeah, that's me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, lots of big, actionable information. Um, I honestly don't know how much of palm reading is actionable. I know it's fun. I know it's interesting. And I know some <laughs> of it can be pretty accurate. But the only prediction that I will make with scientific hand analysis is that I don't care how good your life is now. If you take action on the information in your hands, it will only get better. Wow. And now as far as like the neural pathways in our brain, I mean, we're always evolving. Do Does that change? Like does our handprint change as we change or as we grow and get older? Or is this something that's kind of like set in stone when we're born? Great question. <laughs> Um, so we get information from everything, from lines in the hands, the shape of your hand, where your fingers are set on your palm, how your fingers relate to everything, and very importantly, fingerprints. So the fingerprints, of course, will never change. The FBI being deep duty, right? So that means <laughs> yes. the information that I get about you from your fingerprints will never change either. It's the core of who you are. Anything else in your hands can change. So over time, as you change thought patterns and behavior patterns, those can rewire neural pathways. And sometimes that can show up in your hands. Not always. And it'd be little changes that you would likely not notice, but I would notice. Because that's what I do. Now, I know with palm reading, and I know this is a little bit different, but most palm readers that I know have said that, you know, like at birth, both of your hands are the same. Um, and then usually your dominant hand is the one that lines or things can change in, but your non-dominant hand does not. Have you noticed anything like that with, with scientific hand analysis? Like are the hands, is there one hand that stays the same and one that changes or can they both change? They absolutely both can change. My both, my both hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have changed and um, the yeah so let me just say a little bit about dominant hand that is like your business and what people see about you it's what you put out in the world that's what shows up in that hand and your other hand is more personal and family and tight-knit community so if you make changes in your brain about your family or tight knit community or, you know, personal aspects, of course it can show up in your hands. Wow. Did I answer that question? You okay. did. Absolutely. Okay. Right. Um, when you said that, like your dominant hand is how you show up in the world. That was just like, yep. Yep. For me, I was just like, that was an, an immediate intuitive hit for me. Like, yeah, your dominant hand is, it's what you project out to the world, you know, mm -hmm. whether you're right brained or left brained. I think that's something that definitely shows up mm -hmm. um, yep. with that. Right. 
And so a little bit about you. What did what was the first thing that you changed in your life, you know, after you had your first um, analysis or what was the biggest thing that stood out for you? So two things. There's a, a marking in the hand. And that's simplifying it, but um, that we call the life lesson. And that is the biggest challenge. Keeping people from living that deeper and more consistent joy and fulfillment. And everybody's got a life lesson. Um, And it will never go away. Um, But we can take action on it and whittle down on it, its impact on us. So I started taking action on my life lesson, um, which at the time was twofold. Um, It was that I was ignoring my intuition and challenges with speaking up, um, which nobody who knows me professionally would believe that, but in my personal life. So, um, and that's also simplifying it, that good grief, I could go off on a tangent for days, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to keep it simple. So I took action on those two things and, by speaking up, it shows more self-love to me, right? I'm honoring myself and loving myself. So that helped. And then I started meditating to work on my intuition, um, logging it, keeping a very brief intuition journal that would just note anything I thought during the day that was intuitive, how I responded and what the outcome was, because one of my coaching certifications is law of attraction. What what you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. So if you pay attention to your intuition, you will become more aware of it. It's already there. Yeah. We just bury it, right? And ignore it. And we don't know how it shows up. So it's easy to miss. So I'll be working on that till I pass. <laughs> until you're done, it. right? Yeah. That's something um, because it, it'll never go away, right? I'll yeah. always have action to take on it. But boy, has it really come a long way since I started working on it years ago. I can totally tell the difference. And do you find that, you know, because you're aware now and you're working on it, that it has become easier or what have some of the challenges in your life, how have they unfolded now compared to, you know, before you discovered this? Well, let's focus on my intuition. I'm much more aware of it now. And it's always harder for the person. Well, I shouldn't say always. That's a big word to use. Yes. So like when I'm coaching, stuff just comes out of my mouth that, you know, I just learned to trust and to say it. And it's absolutely intuitive. And I've been guided to say those things. So I've learned to trust that. Um, I've learned, so here's kind of a funny example. Um, early on in the days after my hand analysis, I got this little teeny weeny soft thought, you know, less than a whisper in my brain. And it said, you better be careful. You're going to drop your cell phone. Oh, and to myself, I went, no, I'm not. Five seconds, Regis, and it literally was in the toilet. Oh, no. So to myself, I'm like, oh, so that's what my intuition feels like. That's it what feels that was. Cool. 
quiet and soft and gentle. So um, I started paying attention to those kinds of things. Um, and, you know, it worked for like, you know how you you put a you see a glass on the edge of the table and there's this little tiny warning that's like, you better move that or you're going to knock it off. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, I'm not. I see it's there. Next thing you know, you've knocked it off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's that kind of thing. And I paid attention for a long time. And then about a year later, got another one of those little quiet things. And it said, your cell phone's going to drop out of your pocket. And I'm like, no, it's not. It never has. And of course, guess what happened? It fell out of my pocket and a horse stepped on it and killed it. Oh, gosh. I've lost two cell phones because I'm hard-headed. But now, let me tell you, those little things, when I hear them or sense them, I take action. Yeah, especially with the cell phone. I'm like, I was thinking maybe it just, you know, fell and hit the ground. But you're like, no, it fell in the toilet. It's destroyed. A horse stepped on it. It's destroyed. Thank God I had the insurance, right? So Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. yeah, intuition's a tough one, but it really it's becoming easier and easier for me to recognize it. Yeah, I think that's a question most people ask. Like, how do I know it's my intuition, not like, you know, the ego or my brain just trying to make up a lot of things and you know, there's ways that you can test it out to see, you know, if it is. And I think I think most people usually, like you said, it's always there and we know, and especially when we get that validation, like with the cell phone, you, you heard the voice, but you didn't listen to it. And then it happened. It's like, that's the validation that, that that's your intuition. And so it's definitely one of those muscles. I think you have to learn um, to build up practice and you have to make mistakes. And um, one of the big differences is that the intuition is gentle and easy and quiet. Um, Mind chatter is like nagging, mm-hmm. right? It's loud and annoying um, in your mind. So that's one way to notice it, unless you ignore it long enough. And then if you get physical manifestations of intuition, something can feel really yucky, right? Like a tightness in your throat or mm-hmm. your gut feels uncomfortable or tight. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, paying attention and writing things down so you don't forget. And then you'll start noticing a pattern. Yeah, absolutely. And so you, okay. So I know you use hand analysis for, you know, career purposes and life and business, but you also, you know, we talked briefly about like romance and relationships. Um, Talk a little bit about that. Like how can hand analysis help you with that part of your life? Well, it it helps with everything, and that's obviously a big, important part. But by taking action on those blind spots, and the official word is student paths. Every marking has both a master path and a student path. The master path feels good. The student path doesn't. It's that simple. But here, the key is nobody can be on the master path of any marking 100% of the time. Kind of a bummer, but, you know, we're humans, right? We're works in progress. So when you learn what those blind spots are, I can tell you at the time which ones most would impact relationships, but you're going to know it anyway. And when you take action on those blind spots, on those student paths, 
It helps you prepare or improve relationships if that is the high in the highest good for you. Right. The highest good for you may be to end the relationship. You just may not know it yet. Mm, right. That's the spiritual aspect. I don't know it either. Yeah. And I think, too, some of these things are what kind of trial and error. Like you said, you're going to make mistakes, but you can't be afraid to, you know, put yourself out there and take some action to find out what does work best for you. Absolutely. And, you know, all the action on the student paths is, you know, personal growth and self-improvement. Every bit of it. Yeah. Um, If it were easy, it wouldn't be a student path. but. it certainly has benefits every little step we take. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. And so how does like walk me through a little bit. What is how does someone get their handprint read by you? So do most people reach out to you before, you know, because of life or business or love? Is there something specific they're looking for? Or is it more so like life purpose that they're looking for? Well, most people are looking for their purpose, but um, people have contacted me because they're in transition and they don't know where to go. They're like me, bored and unhappy in their work, but don't know what else to do. Um, Their life just isn't working in some aspect. They are retired and want to make sure they leave the legacy that they're meant to leave before it's too late. They're very committed to personal development and growth um, or they're just curious about what's in their hands. There's all kinds of reasons, um, but it's, you know, it's not a hundred dollar palm reading. So <laughs> right. you have to be pretty curious. And I hope that people take action on the information. Most do, I think, but some people I'm not, you know, I don't keep in touch with several thousand people. So yeah. I'm not sure. But there's dozens and dozens of testimonials on my website of people that have gotten amazing results by using the information and the guidance that comes from a hand analysis. And then some of those need coaching, Mm -hmm. and that's the coaching side of my business. I'm a purpose coach, a law of attraction coach, and a spiritual life coach, and those all thread together when I work with my clients. I use the hand analysis as my foundation. Um, And then just a lot of other work goes into it. A lot of introspective questions go to the clients. There's, um, they call it homework, which I think is funny, Um, but action steps. And I don't know, I'm sure there's some, but I'm not familiar with another coach that the day of the session sends an email with next steps. Um, for the client to take instead of leaving it all on them on what to do and what action to take. I guide them very carefully Mm -hmm. through that process so that they get the best results possible um, by the end of the coaching and the best results are what their desires and goals were. And what is like, of course, I'm going to ask you like success stories, how soon or what's the quickest you've seen someone, you know, take some action steps and they've had some immediate changes in their life? Well, so I had immediate changes within three months, big changes. Um, 
I had one client who was broke and within six months she made six figures. Wow. You know, that's <laughs> on the end of the spectrum, but still right. it's true. It's, it happened. Um, but when you take action on those student paths, things can change quickly. They can be subtle, but we know how powerful subtlety can be. Um, I'm trying to think of other, there's just so many, yeah. isn't that terrible? <laughs> there's so many um, testimonials on my website, which is purposewhisperer.com. If somebody wants to look those up under client raves, there's gobs and gobs. Oh, I've had somebody, two people that I can think of that were miserable in their work and turned it around by taking action on themselves. They thought it was everybody else, right? It's so easy to point fingers at everybody else in our work and stuff when it's, we're the ones that can really turn things around ourselves. Um, and they did that. One person totally uh, rescued her relationship with her mother. Um, wow. You know, marriage is better. Um, just yeah. you name it. If it's a personal or professional benefit, it's absolutely possible. Yeah. But you got to take action on it. You know, if you just take the information and poke it in a drawer, um, even then some things change because all the seeds have been planted, right? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. It's, it's like once you know something, you can't unknow it. Right. And then, of course, with coaching, just the results have been, you know, yeah. phenomenal um, for those who do the work, which is so much of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I think you asked me, did, did I ask? Yeah, so when somebody gets a hand analysis, okay. I made a handprint kit. Okay. I don't think I answered that. And it's a big white envelope and, you know, it has all the instructions in there and people take their prints and mail them back to me. And then we set up two hour long Zoom calls. I was using Zoom before most people ever heard of it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah. And the first hour is the analysis, which I've already prepared. It's recorded. So they get that recording and a summary report. And the second hour is for questions that come up afterwards. Because let me tell you, your mind is going to start cooking. Yeah. And it's very important to watch or listen to that recording before that second call, because it's going to treat you. You can't take it all in. There's so much information that it's easy to miss something because I'll say something and you start thinking about how it shows up in your life and I'm still talking. Oh, yeah. Right? So it's. It's hard to take it all in. So that second call is to answer questions, me help you uh, implement the information and apply it to your life. So it's just to help you that second call and it's recorded as well. And you get that recording. Awesome. I love that. I'm definitely going to have mine done because I'm interested. I am in a transition period too, as I'm sure most people are, um, right now, would you say that you, well, I'll just ask, have you had an increase, you know, because of the pandemic and coronavirus? I feel like so many people are making life changes right now. Have you seen an increase, you know, in people wanting those type of services? Well, not for me. And here's why, because 
most people have never heard of scientific hand analysis, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, my business model was speaking engagements. So I would have a speaking engagement, you know, in person and give everybody there like a little three minute mini reading, which helped demonstrate the accuracy and how the information comes through and, you know, would sell a good portion of the room. Uh, Cause I always gave a special prize and that's then how I would fill my pipeline. Well, with COVID, I couldn't do the speaking engagements, right? Yeah. I did some on Zoom, but it just doesn't have the impact. Yeah. Just doesn't have the impact. So, no, I did not. And I don't think hand analysis did because it was hard to get the word out about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm starting to see a pickup now where people know more where they stand financially and, um, you know, it's gone on long enough that they're like, wait a minute. Now I really want to make sure that I'm doing what I love and love what I'm doing. Yeah. And it's making the difference that I'm meant to make. Absolutely. So yeah, the last two or three months, there's um, been more uptake, I'll say. Yeah, that's definitely somewhat been the case for me as far as I I feel like coronavirus made me quit my job because I was working in healthcare, and you know, I even though I enjoyed it, I started to get burnt out, and it just really, you know, put things in perspective. Like, what really makes me happy? You know, what do I want to be doing with the last years of my life while I'm here on Earth? How do I want to enjoy it? Um, and so, I've seen a lot of that come up, and I really think this would be a great tool, especially now for people to you know, have that hand analysis done. So you can see like, where, where do you want your life to go? And what are the possibilities and what are you meant to do? Yeah. And first of all, thank you for your healthcare work. And secondly, I can't tell you how many attorneys and doctors that I've worked with because they're so burnt out and they're not happy, you know, and doctors because of the stupid insurance um, that's telling them how they're supposed to Yep. You know, practice medicine, which drives them nuts and me just from the outside perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And that was my thing. You know, I love helping people, um, how, whatever that looks like. I know that helping people is something I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but I just felt like it's not in this way anymore. It's time to let this go. There's something else that you're supposed to be doing so that you can continue, you know, you to do your work and help. So I'm interested to have my hand analysis so that I can see, you know, like, am I on track? Is this what I, you know, should be doing and how it's going to fulfill me? So I'm excited about that. Well, Regis, if you have that feeling, it's absolutely accurate. Yes. So that there's something else. And, you know, I am going to offer your listeners and you a a big discount, too, for anybody who's interested. I really like to do that on my podcast appearances. Yes, thank you. It's all verbal and appearance, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) So, yeah, so a full hand analysis. My price for is, you know, there are very few people at my level but the average price for somebody at my level is four ninety seven for those two hours and the recordings and the summary report. Um, and I want to offer a hundred dollars off that. Um, so that would be three ninety seven. 
and um, you can reach out through my website to me. And I think you're going to put the link to that prize in the show notes or something. Are you? Absolutely. I am. I have, she sent me a special price for us so that if you want to have your hand analysis done, I'll definitely put that um, link in the show notes so people can click it directly. Well, I will tell you that of the several thousand that I've done, not one person has asked for a refund. Wow. That's awesome. So, you know, they, they're getting a lot from it. Um, every once in a while, somebody has trouble owning yeah. their purpose. You know, it's like, wow, that sounds big. And I'm like, well, I have two comments for that. One, who wants a poopy little purpose? I was going to say that. <laughs> right? And two, nobody has a purpose that they are not capable of fulfilling. Mm. They may choose not to, but consider it. Now here's the spiritual aspect. You want to cover that for a minute? So your soul decides before you come into this lifetime or any lifetime, what you want your purpose to be and what you want your challenges to be and what you want your gifts to be. So at 14 to 16 weeks in utero is when the fingerprints form And that's when the spiritual gurus say the soul enters the embryo. So your soul brings in your purpose and your biggest challenges. And that's some of the information we get from the fingerprints. So it's your soul. So it's not our human, um, you know, manifestation that we are now. So that's why we don't remember it and don't know it. But in a sense, you're the one that decides what purpose you want. Yeah, absolutely. I totally believe that and think that is so true that we do, you know, choose who we're going to be, how we're going to show up, what lessons we're going to learn. And, yep. you know, coming into this life in this world, society has an impact on us. And, you know, I think as especially as small children, you know, we lose that intuitive gift or that zest for life or, you know, whatever those gifts were, we kind of bury it, but I think it's always there and it's going to continue to come up. We just got to learn how to deal with that. Yeah. And to find them and give them space, give them some breathing space and, and feed them. You know, it's, it's wonderful. Humans are fabulous. You know, and everybody says, Oh, well, what are my weaknesses? You don't have weaknesses. You have humanity. Yeah. You know, you just have humanity and got to own it and love it. Um, All aspects of it sure makes life a lot better. Yeah. And I truly believe, I'm sure you do too, that, you know, everyone, if everyone was following their purpose, I mean, this world would be a a much better place. Um, And I just think that everybody has, everybody has the thing that they're supposed to do to make this world go round. Like anywhere from someone being, you know, a janitor all the way up to the CEO or owning a business. I think that everyone has, you know, that purpose and that would make the world go around instead of us fighting or doing what we're not meant to do. Very true. So absolutely very true. And purpose work usually evolves to, you know, can change and grow and transform. But you're absolutely right that janitors and ditch diggers help people. It just looks different than a CEO. Everybody's here to help people. Yes. There's just Boku millions and millions of ways to help people. 
Yep. I love that. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put everything in the show notes. Um, again, I know we can connect with you. We can look on your website, um, which is purposewhisperer.com. And are you also on Facebook or social media? What? Are, how can we connect with you? Well, the best way to connect with me to ask me about hand analysis is through my website. Um, but yes, I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay. In Facebook, I have a business page and a personal page, and I post stuff on both. Um, and I haven't updated the business page. Shame on me. It's under Purpose Wisdom, which was my previous business name before I changed it to Purpose Whisperer. Okay. Because I'm a horse freak. And everybody <laughs> knows the term horse whisperer. So it made sense that I help wrangle your purpose. Yes. Right? <laughs> Awesome. That's perfect. Cause I have a friend who's in one of my group coaching, um, one of my coaching groups and she does work with horses and she absolutely loves it. So I'm going to connect her with you too, because she's like, you know, all about the healing work and she could definitely benefit, um, from your services too. Oh, I love to talk to horse people. I am a horse freak. I will say. Awesome. Well, Jane, thank you again for joining us here on the podcast, sharing your wisdom with us. I'm looking forward to getting my hand analysis and I will post all the show, all the links in the show notes so that we can connect with you and hopefully we can connect to our purposes as well. Well, I would be honored to do that for you, Regis, and for any of your listeners. And thank you so much for inviting me. You ask great questions. What a great podcast interviewer you are. And I'm very happy to have joined you for this podcast. Awesome. Thanks for listening to Spiritual Shit You Need to Know, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or follow and leave a review wherever you listen. Don't forget to sign up for your free life crisis guide at bit.ly forward slash free crisis guide. And follow me on Instagram at The Holistic Sojourner for more spiritual shit.